Welcome to Real Teacher Talk with Melody and Christy. My name is Melody Barnes, and during this season, I will be joined by my good friend, Christy Lennon, as we share topics related to teaching and family. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get into this episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Real Teacher Talk with Melody and Christy. My name is Melody Barnes. I am your host, and I am here with my co-host, Christy Lennon. Hi, Christy. Hi, Melody. And hello to all of our listeners. In this episode of Real Teacher Talk with Melody and Christy, we are talking about what happens when you don't like your child. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Tell Tell us what you think, Christy. Start us off. Well, when we talked about this topic, the first thing that came to my mind was that this is a real thing. It is. And honestly, the first time I felt like I didn't like my child, I felt naturally very guilty because mm-hmm. that was a new feeling for me. That was a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, I had all the thoughts and questions going on in my mind. Why in the world would I not like her? That sort of thing. Um, and I will say, Honestly, for me as a mother, it has been an ongoing struggle. I don't Mm -hmm. want to sound um, all gloom and doom and negative here, but it's been a struggle with hope and with the right, Mm. with the right um, uh, implementations or activities or the, the right strategies in place. It really, really helps. And my little one is no longer little. She is almost 16 years old. Um, But yeah, I would Mm -hmm. say initially just, oh, the feelings of just feeling guilty. And then really that fueled more guilt. The more guilty I felt fueled more guilt. (laughs) I couldn't seem to get a handle on it initially. Yeah. So, okay. So to our listeners... You have to know that Christy and I talk off air quite a bit and we flesh out the episode before we go on air with you. And, you know, when I was talking about this, I was talking about it from a teacher perspective. I was talking about it as thinking to myself, okay, number one, a lot of these episodes are based on what we hear from parents, what we hear from you. And I remember sitting in conferences and people saying after they've giving me all the reasons why they can't work with their child, why they can't sit down with their child, why they can't watch television with their child, why they cannot play with their child. It's simply this one thing. They would just say, you know what, to be honest with you, I actually just don't like my child. And they would burst into tears and I would have a tissue box there and they would be like, I don't even know why I'm crying. And, And I would say, you know what, that's why the tissue's here because We all feel really guilty about having those feelings. And I would say it's normal. And they would say, but you, you're a teacher. You don't have those feelings. And I want to be like, um, (laughs) yes, I do. (laughs) I'm human too. Yes, I'm human too. I don't want them to think it's about their kids. So I don't want to be like, yeah, actually it's your your kid. I don't like, (laughs) but you know, I want to let them know. And that's why this episode is so important because this is real teacher talk and 
for anybody who's listening who might be a former parent of mine, just know that these feelings are real. They come and they can go. And in this episode, we're going to teach you, give you some nuggets on how those things can go. So there is a period in which you, you know, fall in love with your child initially, Mm -hmm. right? There is. It, you know, sometimes it happens at conception, during pregnancy, after the birth, maybe even a few days after. You may not fall in love the first time you see their little squishy face. Right. um, Slime on their face. You know what I mean? You may be like, man, that was a lot. Can I get a break? You know, but, (laughs) but Sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, that was the most amazing thing in my life. And I'm just so in love now, mm-hmm. you know, or it can happen a few days later or what have you. And the same is true with a teacher. There are moments on the job that you're excited. So maybe it's like when you're setting up your classroom or the day you meet your kids or you're getting to know their little personalities and you're like, oh, this one's so cute, so sweet. And they start to feel a connection or, or a fondness. Um, but there are those kids you might find it hard to connect to simply because they're not likable. <laughs> Shock and awe. Really? <laughs> yes, really, really. I mean, you know, and but why why is it so shocking? I think it's something we already know. I mean, Christy, you just kind of ripped the band-aid off right at the beginning. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because um I know we've, we've even talked like years ago. I remember you like talking to me and like sharing with me um, how you felt. And I had, I had, now I have to be honest, we didn't talk about this off air, but I remember thinking to myself, like, dang, she just said it like out. She just put it out there. (laughs) (laughs) She she really said like, and, and if I've had those feelings, I probably haven't admitted them. I probably it's more, it's more for me in the classroom than it is outside of the classroom. Right. Um, because I think I've had different experiences. Like it's almost like when you put it out there, people can chastise you. They can belittle you. They can make you feel like you're a bad person, a bad mother. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, okay. So social media is just so rampant and you can share anything you want. Yeah. I can imagine if people, um, like if we were on a reality show, if Christy and I were like, we're on real teachers of South suburbs. Yeah, of Illinois. that would be fun. And, and right. <laughs> and Christy was like, you know what? I don't even like my kid. Like somebody <laughs> could be like, let me borrow that clip and put it on like a thousand different media outlets Yeah, <laughs> and replay it and replay it and like bully her and make her feel like horrible. You know what I mean? So people just don't say what what they are feeling in their own heart and what they know to be true. Right. Right. And that, that is, that is definitely true. I mean, sometimes it's hard for us to look at, you know, the reality of what is and um, you know, there's so many areas in our life that we have to do that, but you know, sometimes uh, you know, there are reasons uh, that there are reasons that cause us not to like our child, whether it's in the classroom or even at home, Mm -hmm. you know, um, And, you know, for me personally, what that was, was I was going through a personal trauma at the time. And also my children were going through trauma. Um, My husband had left us and, Mm. you know, I was doing the best that I could, um, Mm -hmm. figuring out how to help my children and myself when we were all, when we were all struggling through this big bump that happened in the night. So, you know, that was, that's definitely a reason that um, I, or even some of our listeners could be, uh, 
that could be a cause of why you really just don't like your child right now. It also maybe yeah. it reminds you or he or she reminds you of a person you don't like and or maybe that person mm. you were in a relationship with. And for me, I'm highlighting right. these right now because that was my case. And, you know, even as my child gets older, um, I see similarities in their character and in their traits mm. and not in the positive, in the negative. And so right. naturally that concerns me. And, and unfortunately the little, um, the little bug of fear comes knocking on my door and yeah. fear is what can accentuate it. And boy, you get stuck there that that's mm-hmm. not a place you want to land. So there are definitely some ways that right. we can help our listeners if that is you. Or um, and even in the classroom, Melody, you know, I did have to think really hard because like I told you, boy, yeah. I can't think of any child that I just. And I was like, she is a saint. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, like, I am. I am. <laughs> No, I, um, I, but I did after we were talking a little bit more and and that's the thing. Sometimes you really have to dig and think and spend some time thinking about that. I did come across Mm -hmm. as we were talking. Oh yeah. I remember that one kind of gave me a run for my money and, you know, got on my last nerves and this and that. Um, but Mm -hmm. you know, really the strategies that you can use in the classroom, you can also use at home. And I know we had discussed some of those things, but, um, what are some of the things that maybe a child in the classroom may have done to cause you not to like them? That I can resonate yes. with? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. I, I don't like to always admit it, but shoot, this is something that really happens. Okay. So <laughs> the child is just getting on my nerves that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, let's just keep it right. real. Kids get on adults' nerves, period. Like, out in public it's not even your kid and you're like why is that kid talking right right <laughs> why is that kid like just in my space you know just just you don't even they didn't even have even have to do anything like I'm tripping over my words they don't even have to do anything <laughs> like I must be having a bad memory right now <laughs> and they could just be getting on your nerves right. or or you could have gotten a report about the child And you feel embarrassed about that. So for me, I like to have a very calm and loving reputation about my class, Mm -hmm. right? I like people to come in and be like, girl, what are you doing in here? Mm -hmm. I just feel such a peace and calm Mm -hmm. about about this room whenever I walk in. And I just want to sit in here and absorb all this goodness. Mm -hmm. And, And I pride myself on having a loving family of a classroom. And when one of my kids leaves and starts acting Mm -hmm. up, acting, A-C-K, yes, and acting a a fool, okay? And then I get a report from another teacher. I'm like, hold up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, We not doing this. I start losing my proper English. I start speaking (laughs) real hood. And (laughs) my hands start doing things I don't expect them to do. And my eyes are rolling. Your brains start falling out. (laughs) Right Right? I'm like, uh uh-uh, don't have me. No. I'm like really upset when I'm like trying to hold it in. That can be something that a child can do that can really like make me upset. Or a child could be going through a developmental change that can simply be, you know, rubbing you the wrong way. So um, like for my own children, puberty or um, even like, I remember one time, I was talking to my mom and I was like, mom, you know, I just feel some type of way about 
my child getting older and she was like well they just go through all these different changes and one of the changes that they're going to go through is like their face is not going to fit their teeth and their teeth are going to look all buck the ugly <laughs> buck tooth. and like and I was like that's gonna happen to my sweet little chubby cheek and it started happening and I was like yeah, I don't know. Uh-uh. Yeah. Take these school pictures back. <laughs> <laughs> redo, redo this. Right. Yeah, like even that can make you feel like you know, like a little, a little something, a little mm-hmm. weird. Um, or they've been into something that you asked them not to. Oh, like yes. clearly, you have laid down the ground rules, right. your expectations, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do it anyway." Mm-hmm. You know, yes. and and that's like really really annoying and I can cause you to just be like you know I don't even like you right now yes so you know uh and I think um you like you said Christine in the beginning we go through these emotions where we realize it about ourselves we feel guilt we feel just really bad about ourselves um we feel like we should even try to ignore the feeling and push it away sure like real fast yes like, just be like you know what I don't even feel like that I don't even think like that just get it out of here and then you wonder if something is wrong with you. Yes. Like as a teacher, you think I'm in public service. I got into this because I love kids. What's wrong with me? Why, why do I mm. feel this way? And then you might talk to another teacher who might make you laugh about it. And then you're like, okay, I feel better. Right. Now. Right. But, and then you might but have, parents and then you might have the other teacher or parent that looks at you like deer in the headlights, like, <gasps> right. <laughs> How could you say that? Right. Like <laughs> I'm reporting you to the principal. Right. Or well, well just, just change it. Just change it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, one. yeah. Yeah, just change your perspective. Mm-hmm. It's, just change it's it. you. It's your perspective. And if you change your perspective and you live in, yeah. and if you live in the Pollyanna world of thinking, then right. everything, yeah. it, it'll go and, away. And it, what, if you think about what that child is going through, that poor child, right. you never know right. what they're going through at home. You're like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. Right. But I still don't like the kid right, right. now. Right. Like, can I get a moment to just say that? Yeah. And you know what? I think really addressing your feelings and, you know, I'm raising my hand right now. I'm like, can I get a witness here in the sense that, you know, when you can really just take the time to be still, examine your heart, examine the emotions that you're feeling. I'm angry. Mm -hmm. Why am I angry? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you may have to sit there for a while. I know I did. I don't know. I'm just angry. Mm -hmm. Why am I angry? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sad. Why am I sad? Well, this and this Mm -hmm. and this. And if you can just take, I think taking time, like we've all heard for ourselves, you know, it Mm -hmm. may be, yes, getting a manicure, a pedicure, it may be taking a nap, but also Mm -hmm. I think if you can squeeze in there 20 minutes or maybe even just five or 10 minutes of Mm -hmm. processing your thoughts, jotting them down. I have journals full of pages that just have one word feeling on them. Because I didn't know what mm. else to say. I didn't know what else to mm-hmm. write. I couldn't utter the words. Yeah. So, you know, that, I guess, as we're talking about this right now, you know, our feelings, we cannot let our feelings govern and control our actions. Because if that's the case, then we're acting no different than our toddlers or our teenagers. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but it's still acknowledging them that they are real. And it's really great if you can have a friend or someone to support you through those negative feelings and to say, Mm -hmm. you know what, this is normal. Okay. This is what it is. Cry, get it Mm -hmm. out. Now, how can Mm -hmm. we get from point A to point B? What can we do to get you to a place where your thinking is, is a little different or may even be, have to be accurate has to be altered. And what can we do? What can we do? So I know we have, we have some, we have some good ideas. I know that we'll share at the very end, but, um, 
Yeah, we can't let our, we cannot, we are not saying here, listeners, me and Melody are not, Melody and I are not saying that just because you feel this way, it's okay to act out on Mm -hmm. this way. But we are saying your feelings are okay. Because you are created with a mind, will, and emotion. And those feelings. That's right. That's right. Those feelings are indicators. And they are to let you know, especially if they're an extreme feeling of anger or sadness, um, it's to mm-hmm. indicate. It's to tell you, oh, you need to look into yes. this. So yes. don't absolutely those indicators. You were created with do that. Do not. Do not. That's right. We are created to have emotions. And that's one of the things I talk about in a podcast that I that I did by myself Christy is that it's okay it's okay to have those emotions it's okay to cry it's okay to express it don't ignore them don't squash them because then you're not able to get the help that you need and we all need help we all need support to get through it because this is a hard job parenting is is the toughest job in the Mm -hmm. world and to say that you don't like your child is normal and is okay it is And one of the things that you can kind of start to get past this, I think um, a number one way to help get past this, I want you to get out a pen and paper and write this down. You got a pen and paper? Oh, I got one. Got one. All right. I want you to write this word. Write it in your journal. This is the, this is, (laughs) this is the word play. I love it. Yes. Play is one of the most powerful ways to break off negative emotions that you might be having about a child in that moment. Good. In that moment, when you're playing, you actually just let your guards down. All your inhibitions, all your issues, all your whatever, they just start to fall off when you play. And you might be thinking, well, my kid doesn't want to play with me. My child doesn't like my form of play. My child just wants to do Fortnite. My (laughs) child just wants to play video games. They don't want to play with me. But the kind of play I'm talking about is the kind where you are – interacting in a way that's unexpected out of the blue you know what i'm saying right there your your child is not on Fortnite 24 7 right right that's correct. if they are seek help right exactly <laughs> like like but there are times that are not hopefully there are times when they're sitting at the table eating right or they're doing something else and you can simply just reach over and be like hey i like that i like that cereal you're having for breakfast mm-hmm. let's play a little mm-hmm. game Let's, or let's not even say play game. Like, let me, if you say play game, it might make them feel all weird, yeah. but just, you know, start laughing about something, joke about something, find, point something out that's hilarious or, you know, whatever it is. Um, or if your child is more interested in listening to you talk, do game night. Um, those minute to win it games that you can Google are fabulous. They don't cost a lot of money. I know. Yes. Great. Playing like that, it, you just get people laughing and like falling all over themselves <laughs> and like <laughs> losing their marbles. You know, those are great ways to interact and just, you know, let it all go. And I, when I do that in the classroom, I find that I can just do one of these. Oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. Now I'm ready to move on. I mean, seriously. Yes. I, yeah, it just kind of like helps you get over stuff. So here are a few nuggets, other nuggets. That was the big nugget. That was like the magic nugget yes. that we put up. Here are some other little nuggets you can take home. So first of all, take a moment, examine yourself. And when I say examine yourself, I don't mean talk down about yourself. Don't be like, I'm so stupid. I'm oh, so terrible. Right. I'm the worst mother ever. I'm a bad teacher. I'm a horrible person. Nope. Don't do that because words are powerful. Yes. And if you say that about yourself, you will eventually believe mm-hmm. it. 
and your child will believe it. And next thing you know, you and your child have a broken relationship that's going to be really, really hard to repair. So do not talk of negative about yourself. Yes. Okay. When I say examine yourself, say, what is it that's bothering me? What is it that is that I need to look at? Is it my stress level? Is it the fact that I'm going through a divorce? Is it the fact that this child reminds me of my sister, my brother, my mm-hmm. cousin, my auntie, my so-and-so. They have the same personality. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. What What is it that I'm looking at? Because guess what? Your child is unaware of these things, but you are. That's why you don't like mm-hmm. them. So you need to examine yourself. Um, and then say, what is the real issue? And then don't be ashamed. Like we said before, don't be ashamed of them. Name them, acknowledge them, and find ways to move past them. Number one, you can pray. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can go to therapy if you can afford it. If you can't, talk to a trusted individual, perhaps another parent who's been there. Yes. Okay? If you're going to talk to somebody who's going to talk down to you and make you feel bad, move on to the next That's person. That's right. That's right. Um, also, take care of yourself. Get a babysitter if you can. Go to the library. Go to the movies. Take up a hobby. Um, or that, and that you enjoy and do it a little bit more often. Um, sometimes getting away, changing your scenery can give you a whole different perspective and outlook. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to add to that. We, I know you and I had talked briefly about this at one time. I had likened, mm-hmm. like, the soul of my children and or my students as well mm-hmm. um, as their heart being a cup and we call it their love cup and Mm -hmm. a way that I can tell if their love cup is not filled is by their negative behavior. Generally, usually when they're acting out Mm. and it doesn't matter what age, whether they're preschool or Mm -hmm. they're middle school, which they are now in high school. But when they're, Mm -hmm. when they're acting out, I can usually tell that that is coming from a need of, I need more time with you, or I need something. It may not even be Mm -hmm. a a game. It may just be some words of affirmation. Um, So constantly having to look at my children and say, is their love cup filled? And also most importantly, is my cup being filled? And, you know, I I want to uh, distinguish that there is a line here. You can't expect others to fill your love cup. You can't walk around. Ooh, say that again. Can you repeat? <laughs> I can. You cannot okay. expect others to yes. your love cup. So you can't expect your boo to That's do that? That's right. Now, if it happens, okay. that is just icing on the cake. Okay. You know okay, what I mean? No, that's true. So, yeah. it, I mean, it still counts. You're still contributing to the bank here, to the love cup. Mm-hmm. It's still con- mm-hmm. contributing. However, as adults, we also have to know and also be able to teach our children, too, as they get older, that mm-hmm. that has to come from, I mean, your relationship personally, as uh, I can speak for myself, with God, as also mm-hmm. with people, like-minded people who can help point you towards mm-hmm. principles, because principles mm-hmm. are, are truth. They don't change. Mm-hmm. And when you are mm-hmm. feeding your mind and feeding your heart with truth, that love cup's mm. going to be full. And you're going to be able to pour some of that into your children and f- help fill up their yes. love cup. You're going to have the energy mm-hmm. then to play that game with them. You're going to have the energy to maybe be yeah. even a little creative. Because as you know, each of our children and or in the classroom, each student has different needs. They come from different backgrounds or even if they're from the same family, they have different Mm -hmm. needs. They have a different, Mm -hmm. you have to connect with them and customize ways. So Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. fill that love cup. And if it's on empty, they're running on empty. Mm -hmm. That means they ain't going very far. They're not going to be successful Mm -hmm. in their attitude, in their actions. Right. And, you know, um, something fun that we have done, and this is so simple, is just Mm -hmm. going on to the Go Noodle app and dancing. Uh-huh. And dancing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny, and my kids are bigger, too. But even random moments, mm-hmm. like you're saying, even if we're in the car waiting, mm-hmm. let's dance. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you laugh. Yeah. Yes. And you know that, yes. that that Proverbs that talks about a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. That mm-hmm. laughter really does. Like you said in your classroom, it picks you up. It does it in your mm-hmm. home, wherever you are. Yes. So take mm-hmm. the time to search your own heart. And to fill your love mm-hmm. cup with truth yes, and with supportive mm-hmm. friends, then be willing to pour that out into others, whether it's your students or in right. the, if the listener for our listeners, their, their own children, whomever that may mm-hmm. be, um, specifically yes. though, our children, the games Absolutely. play is great melody. I love that one. Love it. Yes. And I loved your fill your cup nugget. Oh, that was, that was fabulous. Uh, when you said it pre-recording, I was like, um, yeah, <laughs> fill that love cup. And also, I just want to affirm what you said about it having to come from you. I think that is so, so, so important. I think we have learned a valuable lesson as women, as we have grown, that you cannot look to others mm-hmm. to fill your love cup for you. That's right. You have to be willing to do that for yourself. And that was also powerful what you said about if the other person does it for you, that's just an added benefit. Mm-hmm. And it's because you allow it. Yes. You allow it. And, and there's something about that when you want to even fill the cup of that child that you feel like you don't like. Um, y- your perspective has to change, right? Yes. You, you have to be able to look at things just a little bit different. And that's something that you allow to do. Mm-hmm. So, um. Wow, those are some powerful, powerful nuggets. Um, I really love them. This session has been awesome. We want to thank you so much for listening, for being a part of this Family Nugget family. And we're already getting ready for the next episode. And we'll be recording it soon. Thank you so much for your patience as we have gotten over some little illnesses. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. For more information about this podcast and other services offered by Family Nuggets, just go to familynuggets.com. That's F-A-M-L-Y Nuggets.com.